Girl, we've already established we're messed up human beings and we live by it. Feminism? Never heard of her. No, not at all. Not today. <laughs> not any day. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> On like a work day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nine to five, we do, we don't, we do know feminism. Yeah, yeah. After five, though. Romancing the Monsters. I'm Em. I'm Seth. And today we are starting something special, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we decided to dive into love between fairy and devil, which as we are recording this, I mean, it's still relevant. I'm hoping I can get <laughs> these out in uh, not too long so that, you know, it's still relevant to our listeners, hopefully. But quick disclaimer, we are utterly unprepared. <laughs> so that's disclaimer one. We are utterly unprepared. We have no direction for this episode whatsoever. Uh, disclaimer two, this will be, we won't be doing an episode per episode because that's absolutely wild. Um, so what we thought we would do is basically put together, well, today is like episodes one to eight. So We'll go through those episodes. We have not watched past episode eight, so we can still try to, you know, theorize what could come next. Um, and also just so we don't spoil ourselves and our listeners in the in the meantime as well uh, by just getting ahead of ourselves because we do love to do that. Um, and disclaimer three is um, <laughs> in related to the fact that we are utterly unprepared. Um, this is obviously a C drama, Chinese drama. So it is in a different language. Um, and as much as I'm trying to learn Mandarin <laughs> at the moment, um, it's difficult. So we are aware that uh, we're trying to pronounce the names the right way, but we're still very new to the show. So hopefully by next episode, we'll be much more used to everyone's name and the pronunciation and yada, yada, yada. But we are trying. So. Yes. Please bear with us on that front. <laughs> Please be kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not doing this in any, like, you know, malicious way. If we do mispronounce something, it's just genuinely we're not used to it yet, but we will be. Promise. Yeah. Uh, all right. So episodes one to eight is what we watched. First off, should we do the blurb first or should we do what we think of it? Like our general thoughts. Um, I think a quick blurb first. Okay. Um, so this is a fantasy romance series, and um, it starts off with um, a quick show of what happened thirty thousand years ago to our main uh, male lead, and his name is Dong Fong, and he is um the leader of is it the Moon Tribe, right? Or what's his exact title? I know he's like referred to as like the devil, but. I do not remember the exact title. I will be honest. These are the kinds of details that if you know, if, 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 if you're new here, you may not know this, but if you're not new here, you know we're particular about the details and this is not like a, a usual thing for us, but it's just, it's very new. We're just ep eight episodes into a 35, 36 episode show. So, yeah. We'll get Okay. There. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so 30,000 years ago, Dong Fong was the super powerful, um, I guess, villain in a way. And in order to stop him, they had to uh, trap him in a tower. And to do this, they used a goddess who um, used all of her primordial, I guess, essence to lock him in this tower. And they locked him there instead of killing him because they didn't want him to reincarnate or whatever. So he's been trapped there for 30,000 years and the primordial spirit of this goddess um, has gone missing and they don't know if they got, she got reincarnated or whatever. Um, but it cuts to 
30,000 years later and we meet this fairy who is an orchid and she goes by orchid we believe um, well she has a she has a chinese name but the the translation says orchid so we'll call okay. her that um and she is working to um obtain her immortality she has this ritual that she wants to go through um in order to work in the fountain palace area mm-hmm um, and the main reason why is because she feels like this con- deep connection to um, Chong Chong Hong Chong Hang. I believe it's Chong Hang. Yeah, Lord Chong Hang. Yeah, um, and he is the super powerful um, hot, I have hot to say. Uh, man <laughs> who is like I guess a prince, like a He's fairy a prince. prince. I guess He's a I don't, hot I'm fairy not, prince. Like yeah, like a hot fairy general or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> He's a hot shot in the fairy world, anyway. <laughs> so she's got a, a like an uber crush on him, and throughout all of this, somehow she gets uh, trapped in the tower as she's trying to protect um, Chong he- Chong Hang Chong Hang yeah Chong Hang, um, and because she sees his death, like it's an imminent yeah. death. Because okay, I'm totally butchering this, but she's able to. Um, protect and read and like cultivate destinies or whatever and she gets a, like, a hold of his destiny and she sees that he's gonna die or something so she goes to the tower and she somehow gets trapped in the tower and she encounters this this being yeah and white haired white haired hottie he's yeah. a white haired hottie okay um so she Villain knows that hottie, he's, yeah yeah she knows that he's like a darker being and it kind of goes from there. Yeah. Okay. So what did you think uh, upon watching these first eight episodes? What were your thoughts, your feelings? How do you feel about the show moving forward? <laughs> well, maybe not moving. Let's keep that for the end, maybe. Of the, okay. okay. <laughs> the episode. Um, so a little background. Mm-hmm. Um, this was... I've watched C-dramas a lot back in the day. Not back in the day, like a few years ago. Back in the day when I was <laughs> in college in 1995. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Anyways, um, so back when, like, Meteor Garden was, like, uber popular, like, I was, like, on that bandwagon, and I, I was obsessed. So when I saw Dylan Wang, which is the lead in this show, uh-huh. who plays Dong Fong, um, I was, like, so ready to watch it because he looks so hot. And yeah. um, anyways, I was just really excited. So I haven't watched a sea drama, like fantasy romance ever. So this is my first one. Really? Yeah. I never I picked up a fantasy one before. Okay. And the beginning was kind of hard to follow. I won't lie. I was like kind of confused about the whole mythology and like the background story of Dong Fong and everything basically um but then once i got into the groove of it i really ended up liking it i find orchid's character very immature but i feel like that's kind of like the mo of c dramas or at least the ones that i've watched they start off really immature and as the story progresses they grow um as characters Mm -hmm. so i'm waiting for that growth to happen and i kind of see it closer to the like end of episode eight you kind of see a difference in her character already but yeah overall i'm liking the dynamic i'm really shipping her and um Chong Hang. What? Yeah. I, okay. For some reason, I'm really shipping it. Wait. No, no, no. Don't get into that. But what? I don't. Okay. Because I think they have like more of a romantic background because he's like, un, like I guess we're seeing flashbacks of their memories and how he told her to like forget everything Steph, basically. I came here fully preparing myself. I was like, you know what? I'm excited about this character. Like, I think he's hot. I am excited about the actor itself. And then I fully came here prepared to hear you say, oh, isn't he so fucking boring? Like, he's always in the way. Like, I thought you wouldn't like him. <laughs> okay, it's okay. So I just ship, like, they have a really good dynamic and, like, their chemistry is amazing. And, like, we're seeing the romantic bond there. But obviously, yeah. as the story progresses, we'll see it more with Orchid and yeah, Dong yeah, Fong. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. as of right now, I feel like they have a lot of chemistry and, like, the whole, like, tragic like forbidden lovers he can't have a a, another wife because he's promised to the goddess and it's all like yeah it's pretty dramatic but i will say my jaw has hit the floor guys (laughs) no i'm just i fully i really thought i'm surprised in like an amazing way love that for you love that for me um no but i will say 
he's obviously gonna lose her because he's not yeah, gonna act it's gonna be tragic so the boringness is kicking in you know like he's not acting yeah. so he's gonna lose her and she has this hot demon man that's like you know confused mm. About emotions. Okay, anyways, we'll get into it later. But yeah, so far yeah. I'm really enjoying it, and I can't wait to like, continue on. Yeah. So the way we found this show, obviously, was because it was making the rounds on Twitter, uh, because we are Raylos, in case, uh, again, <laughs> you are new here and you do not know that about us. We are massive Raylos. Um, and this is not unlike the kind of um, relationship dynamics that we like in our media. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all the fellow Raylos of Twitter that we follow were kind of like, you know, ooing and aahing about this uh, show. So we were like, hmm, kind of looks interesting. I recently have been on a <laughs> kick with Dan May books, uh, Shenxia novels, which is the whole like fantasy world with like cultivation powers, etc, etc. No like fairies per se, but like demons and uh, ghosts and stuff like that. So to me, uh, going into this show, that wasn't weird to me because I've I've very much been uh, sucked into that world for a while now. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to a confusing world at first. Like all the, every single story I've read thus far or watched, I guess, um, it's always like, what in the world is like going on here at first? And then it makes sense. And it's always like a very slow build where at first things are slow you don't know what's going on and then like you realize little by little that it's leading you towards something like pretty epic and and intense and like you know a beautiful love story usually yeah so that's that on that um I did struggle with um the don't really know how to say it other than like I have the word childification which is not an English word, but you know what I mean? Like the the fact that she's, that the, our main character um, is very childish. I struggled with it at first, but then I had to sit with myself and think, that's, again, kind of a trope of the genre. Like, it's not rare that your main character, whether he's male or female, I've read it, like, both ways, where it's like, they are very childish at first. Yeah. Because... It comes from the mythology. She's a flower. She literally evolved from being a flower. Mm-hmm. So, and like I've read some books where it was like someone was literally born a sword and then evolved into a human form, which is like just like such Ooh, an interesting sword, concept. Huh? Yeah. Which is just <laughs> such an interesting concept of like what did you begin as and then evolve into? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense for these characters to be like one of them was like a fish. Like he he reincarnated as a fish and then he had to to then he evolved into a human again, but he was a child and then he had to grow up and so he had the yeah. mentality of a child. So I think this is what's going on here. Like at first I was like, eh, is it like a little sexist but i was like maybe not i think it just is the mythology around it all and like if you've seen other you know adaptations of books like this because this is a book at first um if you've seen other ones then i guess like you're you expect this like it's not weird it's kind of it's just part of that world um but i did struggle with it at first but then i was like you know what i kind of Dig what I kind of dig it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can tell. You can tell she's going on like a little journey of her own. Like she's of gonna, course. she's gonna grow up. We were a little concerned that this was gonna be like a comedy because this was marketed question mark as a comedy. Yeah, the trailer was giving very uh, comedic vibes. Yeah, <laughs> and we weren't sure about that, but I would say. I mean, it's funny at times, but it's not like a yeah. comedy. I think it's a good balance of everything. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would say so. So there was that. And then we were also concerned with the whole trope of like, well, maybe this is a good, you know, lead into a conversation. But like the the fact that they switch bodies at first. Mm-hmm. Like we were like, oh, how long is that going to last? Yeah. Not very long. But I don't know if it may come back later on in the show. That's the thing. I think it might come back later on in the show. 
we'll <laughs> see, I guess. But so far, thus far, eight episodes in, it didn't last very long. It was like already done by the end of episode one, I think. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hate it. It was it was fun. Like I genuinely, I was because again, like she's such like the actress has to portray such a childish character when she's herself. Yeah. That I when she was him in her body the switch in, in their acting i was like you know what they're good no they're such good actors they're both good. of them and they do such a good job of portraying both characters yeah because he's he, he's like portraying this like tough evil guy that had no Who's feelings type so of guy so yeah hot. but then like he was playing suddenly the like scared <laughs> <laughs> like sort of pathetic guy or slash girl <laughs> and then like she suddenly turned like really serious and evil and like yeah. the change was so sudden but so well done and like you totally like got what was going on like I don't know I was really impressed with them in that in that so if it does happen again we'll see what happens no um I agree because that was one of my biggest like concerns going in like I guess body swapping is not really a fave trope of mine I mean mm-hmm. obviously for me yeah me either so like I was kind of nervous and I kind of put the show back just a little bit because mm-hmm. I just didn't want to like I didn't really care to see that but like like you said the way that they portrayed it and the way that it was done I honestly thought it was so funny and really like really well done that I wouldn't care if it happened again but I don't want it to like happen for like a long period of time but I'm okay with hap- like it happening again from what I've read thus far that's one thing I really like about Chinese stories is when they do tropes they don't overdo them like I have noticed that they put in tropes but it and it's exciting but they never go past the point where it's like okay I've had enough like they always wrap it up quickly Mm -hmm. to get to something else and I really appreciate that and that's a huge difference I feel like from like western media sometimes especially romance where it's like they will drag that surprise secret baby trope (laughs) until they cannot anymore you know like it's like we really drag it out sometimes sometimes too much and like these books are long like the chinese novels are fucking long and so we start this show right so they're introduced let's talk about their introduction maybe do you have anything to say well i mean they pretty much start off with like her by mistake kissing him on the lips and that's how the body (laughs) swap starts you know as they do in uh certain shows a random kiss and then they switch bodies and then that's when they realize like omg we're different people (laughs) yeah no like how did you feel about that and like when he's in her body he literally cuts off her hair yeah and then and all that stuff understandably so and that's his first act of like him going back on what he's done and like him sort of change right because he like he cuts her hair and then she's like crying about it she's like i it took me so long to grow it out blah 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 and then right away he's like fuck okay fine (laughs) he's like (laughs) just stop crying here you go yeah he fixes it (laughs) so that's like the first time that already you know he's still very much like evil at that point Mm -hmm. he doesn't know really i mean he's they already start to have well he has she doesn't but he has an incline that like uh he's affected by her emotions that they're linked somehow there's a bond happening somehow but it's kind of one-sided um where he feels her emotions um and he would die if she would if she were to die but not the opposite how does he realize that do you remember isn't it because she cries and then in that scene and then he he starts feeling that pain and he's like what the fuck is this I thought it was, um, so also in that whole scene, he decides he's going to kill her yeah. and starts choking her. Oh, right. Then, he's choking. Yeah, you're right. And yeah. then he feels like, you know, the pain. Like he's being the choked. Pain and that, <laughs> yeah. And that he's, you know, he's dying. Yeah. Um, so that's when he puts two and two together and kind of realizes that they're connected and they yeah. both get out of there. But he thinks it's temporary once they switch yes. back. It is not, however. And now his life is literally like bound to a weaker vessel (laughs) (laughs) because if she dies he dies but not the opposite the opposite is not true why because of course he's the one who has to do the emotional journey (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, because for some odd reason, he doesn't feel emotions, and we get random flashbacks to, which I think is his childhood with his father. Is I that don't know. him, or is that his mom? I wasn't, because it, the voice sounds female to me. I thought it was him as a kid, and oh, we're going to see maybe, like, how possible. emotions became, I guess, not a part of yeah, his how life. he walked them out or literally yeah. was drained of his emotions or something. Like, because yeah. it literally looks violent where it's like sort of wrenched away from him type of thing. Yeah. Like, it's all like red and like loud and. Yeah. But the white hair. Uh, I'm feeling the white hair so hard, but I just. Okay, yeah. what, what, okay. I don't know if you can explain it to me. So, why does he have white hair sometimes, but then in the other time, like majority of the show, he has black hair? Like, do you know why? Do I know why? No. Why do you ask me? Like, is do you think it's because something was said and... No, I mean, like, I just, like, because you've watched and read a lot of fantasy. Oh, I mean, maybe it's just because uh, they can switch their appearance a lot in these kinds of books. Like, they can literally look like something. He, like, he does it at some point in the first eight episodes. I, I don't know if you... Like, he, he switches his appearance to look like Lord oh, um, right. Shanghai. Yes, yes. I remember that. So they can do that a lot. So my guess is his real appearance is the white-haired one. Okay. After 30,000 years. Like his primordial spirit version. Yeah, but then he switches to, like, his, his like, younger, like, self as he was 30 years, uh, 30,000 years prior, perhaps. I don't know. Like, they do that a lot. They just, they, okay. they switch appearances a lot. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I just, I didn't know, like... If they explained it or if there's something that explains But again, like, I, I am no expert. I have not read this book uh, prior, so I don't, I don't have the info here. I'm just going off of, like, other things that I've read, so. So he, what happens? They're bound. They switch They're back. They're bound, yes. They are bound. He's still very much beholden to all her whims and emotions. Sorry, he doesn't like act on it or like ch- like decides to protect her until later on. Like True. in this episode, yeah, two. they go their separate ways. Yeah, um, after they come out of the tower, and um, she is kind of um ambushed and abducted by these uh, they work I guess for the the new leader of the Moon Tribe, or actual villain. Yeah, the actual villain. Yeah, um, and they were gonna sacrifice her and. Because of her screams and her fear, he feels that and he comes saving her. Well, the whole reason why she goes in the first place is because her, what do they call it? Her root, her something root, her life root, her spiritual root. Oh, shoot. Um, I think it's a spiritual root. Her spiritual. It's some root. (laughs) <laughs> we'll get it right next time but i think it's, it's her spiritual root anywho it's uh injured yeah and so for that reason she's not strong enough to and like her cultivation isn't strong enough her powers if you will isn't strong enough to compete to become a part of the palace fairy palace no girl you're skipping so ahead no, 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 but I just mean the whole reason why she goes is because her quote-unquote friend, who is really not a friend, can sell her the medicine to heal her. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So okay. that's why she's in that city or that town, mm-hmm. and that's how, so, so and, and her friend sort of, like, um, manipulates her into being like, oh, I'll give you the medicine, but or the potion, but first you have to go and, like, give those guys the clothes. I don't know why they need clothes but like you need to give them the clothes and so Mm -hmm. she goes and then when she goes there's um one of those leaves like one of those destiny books Mm -hmm. there that she's never seen before like it's missing from her tree so she's about to die and he comes in like a hot dark night and uh rescues her and then tells her that she's under his protection and yeah. she automatically assumes that he's in love with her. And she's like, I don't want this. I love someone else. And it's just so funny. I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing with that whole yeah. idea that she's like, no, he's in love with me. But he shouldn't be in love with me. Um, and <laughs> it was just so funny. Well, because she but doesn't yeah. know that he's like, he hasn't told her yet. And I wonder why. 
I think it's just the whole like the whole idea like if she finds out who he actually is she could literally use it as a weapon against him and he keeps saying often that like she's his weakness now and he hasn't had a weakness before it's gonna make for such good angst when she realizes why he stayed for so long and then she's like so all of this was fake you never actually liked me you never actually cared for me you only cared for yourself Ugh, that's gonna be good good <laughs> dylan wang in meteor garden he's so good at crying so i'm so excited to see the angst i yeah. started meteor garden i only watched you're one lying episode, and you though. didn't tell me uh, sorry miss i have a life i'm flying all over the world shut up i just went to new york for one weekend well that was one weekend okay (laughs) (laughs) no i only watched the first one i don't know how i feel about it yet i mean you have to usually usually it only it it always takes me like two episodes of a drama to like figure out if i like it or not so we'll see i love that show by the way so watch it if you haven't watched it guys meteor garden on netflix why was i saying this (laughs) Oh, right, 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 right. Because you, you brought up the scene where he's like, so basically, like, every breath you breathe <laughs> is mine. Every blood cell in your body is mine. Every inch of your skin is mine. Everything March. is mine. <laughs> Were you swooning? Because of I Of course I was. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, this is what I've been yearning for. This is what I've been wanting. In, like, a show, and, like, we finally have it, and I'm loving it. Girl, I don't think you understand. I I read this book called Nanchan, and in that, there's a demon guy. Like, the main love interest is a demon, and, like, he yeah. wants to eat the other guy, like, as food. <sighs> and he has a whole paragraph. I'll bring it up in their next catch-up and show. Don't you worry, guys. But he has a whole paragraph where it's literally that, and I was, like, imagining him as the guy in Nanshan like saying like basically like nobody can touch you nobody can your blood is mine your flesh is mine everything is mine and if you ever think about going over to someone else and asking for help I'm gonna eat you and we'll become one and you'll never part from me ever again (laughs) (laughs) I'm like what does it say about me though that's kind of (sighs) hot Girl, we've already established we're messed up human beings, yeah. and we live by it. Feminism? Yeah. Never heard of her. No, not at all. Not today. <laughs> not any day. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> on like a work day, yeah, yeah. Nine to five, we do, we don't, we do know feminism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After five, though. <laughs> Gosh. Anyways, back on the right. show. <laughs> right. So that whole speech was hot. I agree. Yeah. Hands Lived down, hot, hot. Replayed. Mm-hmm. A couple times. So um, him realizing that she can die in a moment, he mm-hmm. decides to uh, move with her to the um, the house that she's living in. And was it called Arbital? Li- Ar- Ar- Arbital? Arbiter? Arbiter? Arbiter Hall? Arbiter Hall? <laughs> Next episode, guys. Next episode. <laughs> Anyways, it's like Arbiter Hall or something. Arbiter so, Hall, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So he does not leave her alone. If she wants to go sleep, he has to sleep with her. Right. If she wants to go, like, eat, he's, you know, got to, you know, make sure she's got all the great food. And it's just like, she's fed up. She's like, no, I'm going to go sleep here. You go sleep in my master's room, and then let's call it a night. Yeah. Um. So he's just, like, overbearing. Yeah. <laughs> You know what moment I fell in love? Which moment? I I mean, I was already pretty hooked by the end of episode one, not going to lie. But the moment that I really started, I was like, yeah, no, I'm I'm done for. Yeah. Is when he starts researching how to make her happy, basically. Like, how to make her grow, how to heal her. And then, like, he's he goes and the fucking sequence... Where he's in the forest collecting fucking, uh, what's it called? D- morning dew. Because, like, she has to drink morning dew to, like, heal and, like, to be in good health. And, like, he's fucking sitting there for hours for, like collecting, like, one drop at a time. Just holding the, the bowl up. Ugh. Ugh that's the I moment I want. Oh, my God. 
my heart. <laughs> but okay, ignoring the fact that he wants her well so that she could um, heal the the destiny the book. destiny yeah. book of the goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, that trapped him in the tower so that he could uh, find her in this life because he knows that she's reincarnated. Find her in this life, kill her, and get release his own army and his people and then literally take over the world. But yeah, anyways, he's doing this so that uh, she gets better. And I love that his friend, well, I guess a friend is a, I'm using it really loosely. The dragon guy? Sorry? The dragon guy? Is he a dragon? Yeah. Is he a dragon? He's a did you miss that? He's a dragon. Wait, like a full-on dragon? The, his his friends, his friend that's helping him? Yeah. Yeah, he was a dragon at the bottom of the sea. He went to retrieve him. And then the guy transformed back into a man. How did I miss this? Okay, I have to go back and watch that. That's like Clearly episode away. two. Okay. I would say. Maybe that's the part you fell asleep at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I can't help jet lag, you know? Miss Worldwide over there coming back from <laughs> expensive trips across the world and she has jet lag everyone. I'm rolling my eyes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he's a dragon, yes. He, okay, he's well a, hot a dragon. Big guy. hot big hot dragon. Yeah. Yeah. So hot dragon guy. Um I just love their dynamic and I he was also in another Asian um sorry, sea drama that I watched. Um and I loved him. He was basically kind of like the same character but like in a contemporary romance okay. so he was just like the the boss's assistant <laughs> so he's the boss's assistant I it guess. really sucks when you're like typecasted like that it's like you only play one kind of guy i know but he's so cute yeah, anyways no. i love their dynamic and i love when he's like so what you want to do this for her you want to get all this morning due for her you want to make sure she's comfortable yeah. like it's just like the funniest thing because like he sees things that obviously dong fong is not seeing yeah. Can I say something, though? What? When we were introduced to, like, our actual villain guy, you know, he was wearing, like, a mask. So I was like, oh, so clearly this is someone that we've seen, but, like, they're hiding his face yeah. for a hot second, like, for a couple episodes. I was real suspicious of that friend. I was, oh. like, I was looking at his lips, like, constantly, like, because I was trying to figure out if, like, his mouth, his lips looked like the other guy's lips. And I was, like, they kind of look similar. And I was, like, what if he's just playing him and, like, he's been the evil mastermind behind it all this whole time? <laughs> I was wrong. But... <laughs> I was real concerned. Like, every time he would reveal information about, like, oh, so basically if she dies, I die. I was like, no, don't tell him that. He's evil. I know. I know. I know. Um, Well, that would have been an interesting theory. And I think I kind of would have liked that more than who they revealed as the villain. But again, we're only eight episodes in, so we don't really know. I mean, in a way, like, he was already with the quote-unquote bad guys. So it makes more sense that, like, your villain is actually from the quote-unquote good guys. Yeah, I just feel like I was. What's his name? So basically, we find out that the villain is wrong, wrong, wrong. How? We'll pronounce it correctly <laughs> next episode. <laughs> and Loki, I thought him and like he had a crush on Chong Hang. Sorry, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking there. <laughs> looking at my um pronunciation guide. Pronunciation guide. <laughs> Anyways, I you thought, thought really? Friends. Yeah, because like the way that he was looking at um Orchid, I know I'm skipping ahead, but like Orchid by like episode seven when she like wasn't that weird that six. moment after when they save her in the forest? Yeah, like the way he looked at her, I was like, um, why are you looking at her like that? Is because you're jealous? Yeah, um, I was gonna so ask I you about that, that scene because I was like, why is he acting like that? Yeah, unless he knows things that we don't know. I mean, I figure it was just because he realizes that she's the one that he's heard so much about from Lord Chunghang. Mm. And that was that, but, like, it was still bizarre. Yeah, I just thought the way he was looking at him was that he just had feelings for hot guy number two. The hot guy number... You mean Chunghang? Yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, clearly he's obsessed with that goddess girl. Like, I think they have, like, some kind of obsessive love coming our way. Oh, you mean, like, the other bad girl? The no. Goddess. Oh, sorry. No, the one the that's goddess. sleeping. Yeah. I think yeah. he's in love with her. Like, hardcore. You know, I'm down for that romance, too. Yeah. Of course. 
I'm curious to see where the show goes. Obviously, we're jumping ahead. No, I going back. Yeah, going back to like (laughs) episode three. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about Lord Chongheng. I'm still not over the fact that you are into him. I okay. I'm I'm so delighted. I see a hot man, and I'm weak. He is hot though. (laughs) Okay, listen, guys. So I'm awaiting another seat drama another fantasy seat drama called eternal faith which is the live action adaptation of tg uh sorry tc no tg t gcf geez always complicated to remember or <laughs> heaven officials blessing whatever you want to call it and he's playing that actor is playing hua chong in that other live action and that is, those are hard shoes to fill because it's like the 800 year long longing of like, I've done everything for you, everything I've ever, like you are my reason to live type of thing. Like it is, it's, it's a really, really romantic story. So I was looking forward to this because I was like, I've never seen him act before. I don't know mm-hmm. who he is. I don't know what he's like. So I was interested to see, like, what this role would be. Right. I'm surprised that, like, it's kind of giving me those vibes. Like, I mean, obviously, like, mine is the 800 years. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I'm seeing some things that are exciting to see because I'm like, ooh, okay, so that's how he plays, like, <laughs> longing and, like, you know, I've done things behind the scenes that you don't know about or, like, I have, you know secrets that i can't tell you but like i have feelings and Mm -hmm. i'm into him do you think i know it's so early on we haven't seen like the full extent of his acting ability yet but do you feel like he'll do your character justice i think so yeah i'm liking him i i think yeah and i like watching this role i was like i can see why they casted cast him for the other guy Okay, but I'm excited. this time around as like the main love interest because unfortunately he, yeah. he's gonna get side like you know second lead syndrome you know like yeah. you end up loving him but yeah. he doesn't get the girl yeah so the reason why I, I like his character and I feel like I empathize with him and like I kind of ship it is because of how tragic it is because he knows that he's destined or like I guess arranged to be married to this goddess that went missing but he can't help but, like, love another woman. And then, like, he knows he can't be with her. And his brother would destroy her and kill her. So he literally sabotaged any sort of, like, good thought that she had of him. By, like, you know, kicking her out of, like, the immortality. Like, you know, she was first in the immortality ritual. And he kicked her out of that. And now she's no longer at all going to be, you know, serving in the fountain palace area. Whatever. Um, and... He also takes away her memories, the early memories of when they first met when she was like 500 years old and like she saved his life. And it's just like it's so sad because we get another like, I guess like another scene in his perspective where like before my girl Orchid was like, oh, it's like destiny. We're meant to be together because the firefly was in her garden. And then we flash to we see him put the firefly in her garden so she could find it to illuminate the crystal. And just, like, the little details breaks my heart because you know in the end that they won't be together. Everything he's done, like, that is so Hua Chong. And, like, like doing it, knowing that the other won't remember and, like, still holding on to those memories and, like, uh, just, I'm, I fucking love this kind of love. The elephant in the room is that the tree, the mirror thing, yeah. obviously shows them getting married. Yes. My what theory, do you think that's about? <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously she says, and she said twice, that it doesn't lie. That is the future. So my theories are, why well, I only have one. <laughs> my theory is that it is true. It's going to happen. But mm-hmm. that it, the reason why it's happening is most likely something happened and she is kind of forced into that situation where like she has to accept him for Mm -hmm. xyz reason because he doesn't look all that happy and neither does she Mm -hmm. which doesn't make sense at this point in the story well i mean we know she's gonna fall for someone else but you would think that he would be happy so i'm gonna i'm thinking they are not happy because this is not the circumstances that they would have liked for this to happen if 
they wanted to get married to each other. And then also, I think uh, our guy... Gonna pull a resand and... He, he's gonna appear. And that's the yeah. part that he didn't see, which he was very... <laughs> he was angry. <laughs> and he's like, why do I feel so uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was like, because you're jealous. <laughs> he's like, what are these feelings? <laughs> She must be feeling uncomfortable because I'm feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> I like, know. I love dude. how he chalks it up to that. She's right. feeling un- uncomfortable right now, which is why I'm feeling uncomfortable. Not because I saw my woman marrying another man. It's because yeah. she's feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. I love I it. And I can't wait to see him pull a Reese and crash that wedding and pull her away um, and hopefully confess. I had another theory. Okay. I don't know what happens, but that she is the goddess reincarnated. So like, I have that same theory. Yeah. So I believe that no matter what, they're going to have to get married anyway. So maybe mm-hmm. he realizes that she's in love with someone else and she does not want to be with him. And so maybe they're kind of like not forced to get married, but they know they have to do it or else, you know, things mm-hmm. might happen. So our theories actually work together. Yeah. I'm ready for that angst. I did see something, and I was like, oh, God. Well, it was basically, like, a behind-the-scenes of Dylan uh, sort of, like, on the ground, like, kind of distressed a little. And then, like, her, the actress, like, sort of consoling him and being like, I didn't die. Like, telling him I didn't die because he was struggling with, like coming out of the scene oh my gosh are we gonna get like near death trope or like actual death trope i think so yeah (laughs) so i saw that and i was like oh god no i need to (laughs) i need to not you can't go down the rabbit hole girl yeah yeah cannot yeah yeah yeah. okay well i'm thoroughly excited is there anything else in between that we didn't i mean obviously a lot happens like there's the whole sequence in the forest where she's you know taking the test and he's helping her (laughs) Yeah, but during that time, we know it's being sabotaged by uh, Rong Hao and his, I guess, his helper. Right. Oh, also, um, she does at some point take the, the potion that her friend, quote unquote friend, gave mm-hmm. her. And then that actually hurts her. I was yeah. living for that, uh, like, taking care of one while one is sick trope yeah yes and it was done really well because obviously he doesn't know what's going on no he knows he definitely she's like you're stupid for taking no i mean like in the sense where like he doesn't know what's going on inside him like why is he so frantically trying to like save her i fucking Um, love it when the male character and this is the feminism out the door okay (laughs) i'm about to say something controversial okay go i do fucking love it when the male character gets a borderline angry at the protagonist because they put themselves into danger and they're angry because they are scared deep down they were scared for that for the other one's life like and like health and like they just like lash out i just Mm -hmm. like this is serving me all the tropes that i love that's the thing i honestly feel like it is serving us what we want and what we what we've been wanting um, and I just, like, I'm here for it. I'm just ready for it. And, oh my gosh, wait, the end of episode eight we didn't talk about. We kind of planned this really well. Like, I don't know, like, I, the episode eight ended, and I was like, you know what, this was a great, <laughs> like, a great right? end <laughs> for us. Uh, do you want to set the scene? What happened? No, you set the scene. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why or how this is happening, but um, the fairies are coming to uh, kind of raid or, like, I guess, I don't know, go through Arbiter Hall and, like, figure out what's going on there. So um, Dong Fong was basically going to go attack them and kill them all. And they were going to see him. And Orchid decides to run into him and, like, literally, like, fall off the the tower into the clouds. And then they fall into, like water yeah. and she can't breathe in the water obviously and he decides yes. to give her mouth to mouth and give her his air yes 
Um, I loved it. the way he at first kind of watches her drown a little. <laughs> yeah. He, I just, I love this. I love that they give him that moment where he's like, you can tell he's struggling internally with like me, like real me, like past me would have just let her drown right now. Yeah. But he can't. And he's struggling with his emotions. And not just because like her dying means him dying. Like in that scene, I truly think he's not even thinking about that. He's like Mm -hmm. struggling with, his own emotion of like, why am I looking at her drown and I don't want her to drown right now? Like, mm-hmm. I want to save her. And he kisses her. I I, I have to say, the music is pretty good. In the the music is very good. Pretty and good. And the way he's so like domineering, like, mm. I don't know, Dylan Wang yeah, is yeah. killing this role right now. And like, he's so hot the way he like grips her head and her mm. neck. And it's just like, the way uh-huh. he goes in for that, like, I guess, mouth-to-mouth giving you air, but also it's a kiss. Yeah. Um, I was living. And then they part, and then they kiss again. Yeah. <laughs> and once they co- – and it j- literally just um, skips to them out of the water, like, yeah, looking at each other really awkwardly. And he's <laughs> like, I just wanted to make sure that you had enough air. Like, I was just worried. And she was like <laughs> – yeah, I I was worried too. <laughs> and then yeah. she just like runs. <laughs> yeah, and neither of them is like ready to admit that they wanted to kiss the other, and that the second kiss had nothing to do with her survival. <laughs> yep, I loved it, and I'm really excited to see where the show's going because I am like thoroughly hooked at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it well, I mean, it does end with um her sending him off. Yes. So she, um, so she basically gives him um, strong alcohol, and it knocks him out. He knows though. He knows it's good stuff, but I don't think he expected it to knock him out. No, he. To me, how I interpreted it is, she puts the like poison or whatever it is in his glass, mm-hmm. and as he picks it up, he's has it like you can tell he just smelled it. Like he's he pauses, he smells something in there, and I truly think he knew. And he, at this point, my man is so whipped that he's like, "You really think that? Fine, like, uh, think- yeah, yeah. I truly think he knew, right? Like you, I, at least from his expression, like his facial expression, that's what I got. Yeah. Like he knows that she put something in there, and like for a while he hesitates, and then he's just so fucking whipped for her that he's like, <laughs> "I'll take it," and then he does, because he's not huh. fucking surprised when he wakes up. He's not surprised. Like, he knew. I think That's he, true. He knew. He took it knowing that he would pass out. He just didn't know what she had planned. Um, and anyways, she ends up uh, putting him in a boat, and he wakes up to... He's on the memory... Is it memory... Uh, the memory uh, river, I think. Memory lost river or memory river? I think it's memory lost river. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she decides to leave him there as the boat, uh, goes off into the distance because she doesn't want him to die. And she knows he's from the moon tribe, but she's like, I don't care who you are. You're, you still have good in you, but I'm letting you go because I don't want you to get hurt. And it ends there. What are your thoughts? Are where, like, where do you think you see the show going? Wait, 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 wait. We didn't, no? we, we just need to mention one thing, which is like crucial. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. in his whole, like you know, thing where he's trying to do everything to make her happy and make her heal faster and blah, blah, blah. He brings yeah. her to I what I think is his castle, place, home, house. Uh-huh. Huge behemoth of a place. I think it's his. And oh, he, wait, the, the sunset, sunrise. Yeah, yeah. Ah! And he brings her to see a sunrise because she's not getting enough, like, of that sunrise, like, first sun of the day type of light yeah we did not talk about this and the joy that she experienced in that she experiences in that moment and you can tell that he is feeling her joy and i was like that is probably the first time he's felt joy in a long fucking time and it's all because he's bonded to her and he's feeling her joy (laughs) yeah i kind of died i kind of (sighs) died when you put it that way of course it killed me um mm-hmm. and I just like I love that it, how it was done and like the way that he was just looking at her 
mm-hmm. and ex- like you said experiencing her joy but like also really looking at her yeah was like really well done i gotta hand it to china for once on the cgi front yeah it wasn't they bad. have they have improved they have improved i've seen some stuff that i was like oh this is not great <laughs> But this, this, I mean, it's still not, like, amazing, you know? It's not, yeah. like, Hollywood-grade type of CGI where you literally forget that you're watching something fake. But mm-hmm. it is pretty good. Like, the set design is really good. Like, her house, like, with the flowers and everything is beautiful. Yeah. Um, the, like cloud sea with like fucking whales in the in the in the like it's just so beautifully done i think like it's just the the mm-hmm. the sets like every palace is like really beautiful the costumes i'm loving the costumes are really good in this series thus yes far. and i love that they change because sometimes People be wearing the same fucking clothes for 35 episodes. Uh, but they changed. The fucking wigs have improved, I have to say. Everyone has luscious hair. Oh, my gosh, Really long yes. fucking hair. I love how long his hair is. It's so hot. I love it. Lord Chung-Hung. Chung-Hang. Chung-Hang. Yeah. Also has really nice hair. I, I just... I'm, they have I'm good a wigs. i for a man with long fucking hair. I know. Okay, I have two tidbits that I want okay. to bring up. Okay. First one being, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Oh my gosh, I lost no. it. No, I had. Okay, so okay, I'll bring up the second point. So second point that I wanted to talk about was, okay, so what do you think his intentions were of showing, well, bringing her to um, Chong Hang and his brother's discussion as to why Chong Hang um, decided to not include her in the mortal ritual and actually remove her altogether. And overhearing what he thought of her, what do you think his intentions were? Or, like, do you think that what he saw was the truth? I don't think he knew exactly what he was bringing her to hear. I -hmm. think he just saw that she was deeply um, pained by what had happened. And he wanted her to have clarity. Mm -hmm. And so I think he just, like brought her there hoping that they would overhear something and it just so happens that he overheard lies <laughs> well that will lies. conveniently help him in the yeah future. yeah they, they do they do they prove his point you know he's very cynical in that way believing the worst of everyone really um yeah. no but then it also um but i don't think he did it like to answer your question i don't think he did it because he was like oh i'll bring her and then she'll be over him because she'll hear something that will you know pain her even more because like that kind of goes against what he wants doesn't it like he he feels her pain he doesn't want her in more pain but can i just say that i love that he let her not like love that he let her cry but i love that he was like yeah um you can cry now it's okay i feel it i can tell you want to cry yeah i know how do you not question (laughs) sentences like that and the way that he was just wiping his tears yeah like so begrudgingly i know wiping them off like (laughs) damn it i'm crying again what is this water on my face (laughs) um a scene that i replayed a couple times just because i loved the expression it's not it's not actually a scene with him or her for that matter it's the scene where um that other fairy that bitch um (gasps) lies about uh about not stealing the firefly crystal thing yes i was like bitch what are you doing what are you doing but i fucking love the expression on um chong hang's face when she's given like a second chance to tell the truth Mm -hmm. and she still lies and like his little like fuck (laughs) I know his it was expression. Funny. I replayed that a couple of times. I was like, "That is she's good." So fucking dumb. Like, girl, just tell the truth. Now you're like, you're gonna be like, turned to bones and not allowed to reincarnate. Like, what the heck? What's that about? Like, is she literally like pulverized? Like, I, I, I think so. How <laughs> fucking? They said her immortal bones, though. So I was like wondering, does that mean she, that like she becomes mortal? Like she becomes like human. I think like she's think they once they kill her, it just destroys the essence of her. But then, like, it's so angsty when he explains like why. Either way, it was gonna be bad. 
I know. Oh, I and he didn't that. want Orchid to, to you know, pay that price. So it's kind of like it worked in his favor in a way. I fully expected her, that bitch, to go, no, it's Orchid that stole it from him. And him not being able to say that he gave it to Orchid because then it would imply that he had an affair with her and that he still has feelings for her, which he's trying to convince his brother he doesn't. Yeah, I was fully expecting it to go there because I was like, oh, if she says that, he's in fucking trouble because he can't deny it. Oh, it didn't. Yeah, no, it. it just it worked out conveniently <laughs> for now. I'm not I'm for not now. convinced that that's done. But yeah, no, I, I'm intrigued and I'm ready to continue, which I might do after we record this. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm very excited to keep going. Very yeah. Excited. Uh... Do you have any theories? Besides what we shared, uh, well, I think that, unfortunately, I think Lord um, Shanghai is going to do something that will piss us off for a little while. Oh, yeah. But I think, ultimately, he's going to be the reason why. Like, he's going to be part of the reason why the other guy gets, Dong Feng gets accepted or something like he's gonna team up with them or something i don't know like he's he's gonna see reason at some point but i'm i'm fully expecting him in the next couple episodes to like you know do some shit that i'm not okay with (laughs) i mean i feel like that's understandable i feel like once he realizes that orchid is in love with someone else and that someone else being like you know dong fang i think that's gonna cause a lot of anger and jealousy to arise um and that may cause for some stupid decisions to be made (laughs) or is there anything you're excited to see unfold just more of the romance it's just it's doing the tropes really well i wonder like because now they're they're separated so i'm like is he just gonna run back to her like immediately (laughs) like how like i i'm generally curious to know what's gonna happen with that because they made it feel like so final (laughs) yeah so you're like what does he do now he just like wanders around like a lost puppy like like how do they find each other again yeah but would he do that because now she is sort of in danger but he still needs her to ultimately read the the destiny book of the goddess and it's like is he is she safer with him or without him is the big question i think for him right now and if our theory proves true, what is he going to do when he finds out that she is the goddess that mm, locked that he him hates. up? Yeah. <gasps> I'm also really excited to see, like, his character growth and, like, him discovering emotion and, like, actually letting himself feel them. Which he's he's already sort of doing. Yeah. But, but like, him not, like, I want to see him, like, actually, like, accepting them, you know? Like, right now he's still, like, pushing under the rug and saying that they're her emotions, not his own. And clearly it's because of, like, his trauma as a child. Anyways, love him. Love our three main characters. Yes. And I will say it is rare for me to like the secondary story or, like, the secondary characters. I usually don't like them in C-dramas. I even skip them. Like, the second love story, I usually skip. I don't care about. (laughs) Do you think there will be a second love story in this, though? I don't know how it's going to end for my, my men. Shanghai. I'm a little worried that his story is just going to end tragically. Mm. But I'm I'm rooting for him. Like, find you a, a nice fairy girl to fall in love with and marry <laughs> and have fairy babies with. Yeah. You deserve it, boo. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm not seeing it right now. Because usually when there's a secondary love story, it's introduced, like, pretty early on. Yeah. And, like, I kind of, it's kind of giving me, like, Meteor Garden vibes. Like, when you, like, continue watching it, like, there's Wazale and her, and then obviously, uh, Dao Ming Say. Oh, I'm totally butchering how you pronounce names. But, anyway, so, like, yeah, I like the love triangle, or not even love triangle, secondary romance kind of starts earlier on, and then it just, like, dwindles to nothing. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, this was a good, quick overview of eight episodes of love between furry and devil um obviously as you can tell we don't go into as much 
detail and depth as we usually do with these discussions just because there's just so much content and we don't want to be here for four hours and neither do you especially if uh you know we don't know how many episodes this is going to turn out to be but like just you know for your own sake it's just better if I, it's shorter episodes maybe just not as much in depth but Oh, well. <laughs> Hopefully you got out of it what you wanted. Uh, I promise by next episode we'll be more settled in this world. Yes. We'll know the characters more. We'll know the stories, the story more. Um, so hopefully we can have a better understanding of what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and also better pronunciation. I'm really going to try and do that well uh as always if you want to reach us online you can find us on twitter at the rtm pod or on instagram at romance and the monsters podcast you can also email us um we do love a good email <laughs> uh at romance and the monsters podcast at gmail.com uh youtube just look for the name of our podcast and you should be able to find us and while you are on there why not subscribe it's a free <laughs> i'm just saying uh and lastly if you want to find me specifically i am on both twitter and instagram at pose and Lars. And you can find me, Seth, on both Instagram and Twitter at Pros with Woes. And also, please feel free to um, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and also subscribe and follow on any of the podcast platforms. That was so bad. I'm so sorry. But yeah, it would mean a lot. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.